0: And I'll bet that they're being heard on every radio telescope on the entire Earth. I always wanted
1: to be on the radio. Are
0: you feeling by any chance like a goober? I know
2: you
3: are,
0: but what am
2: I?
4: What does it look like I'm doing, picking goobers? Pardon me, did I hear you say
0: On the radio, he is introduced like this.
5: You're listening to the Goober Hour, where we're celebrating... Well, what are we celebrating?
6: I wish you...
5: See you Christmas indeed. Folks, we are one week away from Christmas Eve. I hope you're feeling it. I hope it's snowing. I hope that for you because I have not received any snow this year. Even when I went to Vancouver and Seattle, no snow. And here in Los Angeles, no snow. But you know what? I feel it. I feel the snow in my heart. That's what matters. Welcome to the Goober Hour. I'm your host, Trevor Walls. Thank you for listening on Jump 105.3, Positively Mournsville 87.7, PRX, or thegooberhour.com. I'm happy you're here. This is your weekly dose of wackiness, a.k.a. cheer, at this festive time of year. We've got a lot of exciting things for you in the next hour. We've got a new segment involving Santa Claus and some aliens, new music by Red Yarn, the pop-ups, plus some classic tunes as well. Not to mention a very rare recording, of the Muppet Christmas Carol Radio Edition will be broadcasting through your airwaves very shortly. So, it's a big medley of Christmas goodness. Thank you for joining me. I'd like to start this hour off, I'm very excited to say, with a brand new song by my band, The Zing Zangs. This is Wintertime. I have traveled ways from home, far from everything I know to be. Far from me Wait for me And shine your light Brightest in the city Night I see Wait for me It's a
7: time For laughing It's a time
5: Like this, come but once a year. Winter tide is here.
7: The streets outside are covered with a glistening sheet of snow. Everyone looks at the clock, but no one wants to go before
5: it disappears. Winter time is here.
0: Santa Claus has been kidnapped by spacemen from a flying saucer, which landed at the North Pole.
8: Be on the lookout for Santa Claus. Last seen wearing Black
0: he... We take you now to the White House for an interview with the President. Mr. President. Mr. President. Keep but you can't come in. Mr. President, have you a word on the Santa Claus kidnapping? We have just received a report from the FBI. Santa has been taken to a satellite circling the Earth. We take you now to the satellite.
8: This is John Cameron Cameron, downtown Sputnik. We're here in the Sputnik jail with Santa Claus. Wait, what's that sound? The satellite men are coming this way. I think the king of Sputnik is about to
9: speak. All for
8: christmas my two santa have you anything to say to the satellite men come
9: on and do the jail to rock, a rock. Uh,
6: santa uh,
8: santa I like. santa i know how you can escape disguised as elvis presley uh-oh looks like we've been spotted we return you now to earth
0: we are now at the north pole where a rocket is being launched to catch the satellite and rescue santa
8: control tower to rock to blast off. Oh,
0: go. The rocket sent to rescue Santa Claus has failed. With sadness, the president speaks.
6: Holy mackerel!
0: The secretary of state has this statement.
8: I've our reputation is shot.
0: In London, at a meeting of parliament.
8: Your Majesty, have you a statement to make on this terrible tragedy?
0: Goodness gracious! We take you now to Moscow.
8: We're here with the premier of Russia. Comrade, the rocket has failed. What do we do now? Come on, again! Meanwhile, back on the satellite. This is John Cameron, Cameron, downtown Sputnik. The satellite men are closing in. We can hear them outside saying, It's me in or Beach. down your door. Santa has just escaped through the chimney, disguised as Elvis. We return you now to Earth.
0: If you should look up at the sky this Christmas Eve and see a flying saucer pulling eight reindeer, chances are... It's Santa Claus.
9: Merry Christmas, Earth
2: people! Is that you, Santa Claus? Yes, I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing. But I pause because Hang in my stocking I can hear a knock Is that you, Santa Claus? Shoe sure is dark out Ain't the slightest spark out Upon my clacking jaw Who's there? Who is it? Uh, stopping for a visit? Is that you, Santa Claus? Are you bringing up Pleasant for me Something pleasantly pleasant for me That is just what I've been waiting for Would you mind slipping it under the door? Cold winds are howling Could that be growling? My legs feel like stars Yeah, my, my, oh me, my Kindly will you reply Is that you,
3: Santa Claus?
2: Yes, hanging the stocking. I can hear a knocking. Is that you? Santa Claus! I said, who's there? Who is it? Uh, uh you stopping for a visit? Is that you? Santa Claus! Oh, there, Santa, you gave me a scare. Now stop teasing, cause I know you're there. Uh, we don't believe in no darkness today. But I can't explain why I'm shaking that way. Better I can see old Santa in the keyhole. I'll get to the cause. One beacon, I'll try there. Oh, there's an eye there. Is that you? Santa Claus Please, please I pity my needs Say that's you That's empty Claus.
10: She's dressed in green and burgundy Across the party man she beams Her eyes enthralled. Well, I wish they'd fall on me She sings those carols faithfully Oh holy night, oh Christmas tree And I'm in love before we even speak So I walk so slow under the mistletoe.
9: Oh, what a lovely boy I spy! I wonder how I'll catch his eye. His party's dull, so heck, I guess I'll try His bangs are chopped, his socks are checked And I love how his eyes reflect His emerald-colored Christmas turtleneck And so, oh, oh I walk so slow Under the mistletoe
10: What kind of name is that? Oh, well, it's short for Catherine All right, well, anyway, let's chat Because you're sweeter than a candy cane
9: And you're cute like my Red Mary James How
6: I believe this me? must be preordained and, and so I walk so slow Under the
10: mistletoe And so
1: I walk so slow Under the mistletoe And so I
10: walk so slow Under the mistletoe Merry Christmas, Cat!
1: Merry Christmas, Walt!
2: It chills
8: you, Chills you
4: to the bone. But there's nothing in nature that freezes your heart Like years of being alone.
8: It paints you with indifference Like a lady paints with rouge. And the worst of the worst The most hated
4: and cursed Is the one that we call Scrooge. Yeah, unkind, isn't he? And the wrath of many. This is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug. There
3: goes
4: Mr. Grim. If they gave a prize for being me,
9: Just bread for those in need No Jesus for us mises There goes Mr. Heartless There goes
4: Mr. Cruel He <laughs> never gives He only tastes, tastes. He lets his hunger rule If being he mean's a way of
6: life You practice and rehearse
8: Then all that work is paying off Cause Scrooge is getting worse
3: Yeah, Every day
11: Everybody, my name is Rizzo the Rat, and my name is Charles Dickens. Wait, hold on. Your name is not Charles Dickens. It's Gonzo. Excuse me. It's Charles Dickens to you, if you don't mind. Charles Dickens was a great writer. You're not a great writer. I certainly am. I'm not. Am too. I'm not. Am too. Okay, then prove it. No problem. I'll tell you one of my greatest stories, A Christmas Carol. All right, Mr. Dickens, you're on. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, wait a second, hold hold on a minute. Uh, Mm. Can I go get some popcorn? No, Rizzo, you can't go get some popcorn. This is not a movie, you know. I'm starting the story now. A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. There was hardly a man in London as unpleasant as Ebenezer Scrooge. He was heartless. He was cruel. He had time for neither friends nor fun. Ebenezer Scrooge, in short, was a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, clutching, covetous old sinner. Yeah, but was he nice? Rizzo so quit interrupting. That's rude. Hey, rudeness is my middle name. <laughs> <clears throat> Ebenezer Scrooge was in the business of lending people money. If they could not pay him back the money, he took away their houses as payment. He was the meanest man in London. Wow. Scrooge was at his meanest at Christmas time, for it was then that many people could not pay him, and so he took away a great number of houses. The spirit of the holiday meant less than nothing to him. Not a word of cheer ever passed his lips. When any person wished him a happy holiday, this is what he said. I'm back! Who you're right! Mean! If Scrooge was the meanest man in London, however, it happened that he had in his employ one of the nicest. This was Bob Cratchit. Cratchit was a good-natured fellow and a hard worker. But no matter how hard he worked, no matter how many hours he spent toiling over papers into the night, it was never enough for Scrooge. Of course not. Not that guy. Scrooge was a harsh master to all those who worked for him. If they asked for a bit more coal on the fire to keep from freezing, Scrooge said no. And if they dared ask for the day off at Christmas, Scrooge would threaten to fire them all. Even a poor little fellow singing a Christmas song outside in the snow. Though
9: the snow lay round about
4: deep and crisp and even, brightly shone the moon that night oh. <clears> though.
11: <throat> got Scrooge's door slammed in his face. Mean to a bunny for shame. Finally, Bob Cratchit convinced Scrooge that it would save him money to close on Christmas Day. And so, at closing time on Christmas Eve, the ledger books were put away, the floor was swept, and the office door was securely locked at last. His heart full of joy and anticipation, Bob Cratchit hurried home to be with his beloved wife and children for the holiday. And Scrooge? Scrooge left his office and trudged home, just as he did every night. There would be no celebrating for him this evening. And yet, though Scrooge did not know it, this particular Christmas Eve was going to be different. Very different indeed. Well, how come? What's going to happen? Rizzo, will you be quiet? I'll tell you. When? Will you cut it out? All right. Sheesh. <clears throat> Now, Ebenezer Scrooge had once been in business with two partners Jacob and Robert Marley Cranky old fellows who were just as mean-spirited as Scrooge himself The Marleys were dead now As dead as a doornail But Scrooge still lived in a house which had belonged to Jacob Marley The house was a dismal heap on a dark street Tonight, as Scrooge climbed the dark steps to his front door A very strange thing happened. Suddenly, the big front door knocker turned into an awful twisted face. The face of Jacob Marley. And then it called out in an awful voice. Wow, Wow. you sure know how to tell a scary story, Mr. Dickens. Well, thank you. Anyway, the door knocker called out to him.
4: Oh, hey, 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 let me try that. Scrooge. Nah,
11: that's not right. Yeah, how do you get that 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 sound? You know how come you can make that happen? Because I'm Charles Dickens and you're only Rizzo the Rat. That's oh, how come. You are not Charles Dickens. I am too. I'm not. I, look, Rizzo, can I keep going? Please. Sure. Hey, you want to order Alpha pizza? No. <clears throat> <sighs> Brother. <clears throat> Even Scrooge, who is usually unscarable, had been given quite a scare. Soon, the knocker returned to its normal form, and Scrooge decided that the whole thing had never happened. He went inside the house, lit a small candle, and made his way up the staircase, caring not a button for the darkness. Darkness was cheap, and Scrooge liked it. At last, he settled down beside the fire with his simple, lonely supper of cheese and bread. But no sooner had he taken a bite, Then a sound rang through the house. Then there were more bells, and more and more. Enough with the bells, you're hurting my ears! Then a mist arose, and a glow, and out of the mist stepped the ghosts of Jacob Marley and his brother Robert. They stood before Scrooge, covered with heavy chains. Clanking chains? Clanking chains? get the daylights out of me! You can always leave, Rizzo. No way! What are these heavy chains? Scrooge asked the ghosts.
6: Oh, the chains! we forged these chains in life by our acts of greed!
11: The ghosts explained that they were doomed to walk the Earth forever because they had been so mean. But they were going to try to help Scrooge avoid their awful fate. He would be haunted that night by three spirits, they told him. These were Robert Marley's last words to Scrooge.
8: Expect the first
11: ghost tonight when the bell tolls one! This is really scary stuff. Hey, should we be worried about the kids that are listening to this? Ah, don't worry. It's culture. Okay. Exhausted by his encounter with the two ghosts, Scrooge fell immediately into bed. He slipped into the empty silence of a dreamless sleep. Until one o'clock. Expect the first ghost when the bell tolls one. You got it. At first, Scrooge could only see a bright white light. Then, as his eyes became accustomed to the brilliance, he began to make out the small figure of a child, a girl about seven or eight years of age. But this was no earthly girl. The child floated through the air toward him, her gown rippling all about her. She spoke to Scrooge in a tiny voice. I
4: am the ghost of Christmas past.
11: What business has brought you here? Scrooge asked her.
9: Your welfare.
11: The ghost took Scrooge by the arm and the windows of his room flew open. Come. I beg your
0: spirit, I am mortal, liable to fall.
11: A touch of my hand and you shall fly. And fly they did, out the window and into the night. Far below, on the horizon, Scrooge could see a bright light. What is that light? he asked her. It is the past. Ooh, heavy duty! When they touched down at last, where should Scrooge find himself but in his own past, at the school he had attended when he was just a boy? He stood in the schoolyard and looked at his schoolmates, boys who had been his friends. But when he tried to greet them, they did not respond. The spirit explained, they can neither see nor hear you. And who should Scrooge see next, sitting all alone at a desk while the others played in the yard, but himself as a boy? He saw what a solitary young fellow he'd been, never even allowed to go home for Christmas as the other boys did. He looked lonely and alone, as if he didn't have a single friend in the world.
9: Oh, gee, I I feel kind of bad for him now, all alone
4: like that. Uh, Poor old Scrooge. Maybe I should take back all those bad things I said about him.
11: Nah. The next thing Scrooge knew, the ghost had whisked him away from the schoolyard and set him in the middle of a rollicking party. And there, Scrooge saw himself again, now as a young man out in the world of work. This was the Christmas party of his first employer, the Jolly Fozzywig. Hey, they had a great band at that party. Kind of a loud drummer, though. Oh, everybody's a critic. All right, all right. Even then, at that happy moment, however, the young Scrooge was having no fun. He was pinching pennies, worrying about how much the party was costing. And then, Scrooge saw Belle. bell the beautiful young girl he had met at that very party. He had once planned to marry her, but a life of happiness with Belle was not to be. Scrooge had thrown it all away, for he did not know how to love. All this the ghost showed him. Aww. Scrooge was sad to behold these things. He had seen enough of his loveless past. Leave me, spirit, he cried. Oh, this is sad. I know. Here. You can use my handkerchief. Oh, thank you. Scrooge awoke in his own bedroom. He stumbled to his bed, but he could not sleep. He sat there looking into the darkness until... Whoosh! Whoosh? What's this with the whoosh thing? Whoosh! It's the sound of the fire lighting up all by itself in the fireplace. Oh. You see, you have to imagine, Rizzo. Use your imagination. I told you before, this is not a movie. Okay, alright. I'll use my imagination. Okay, fine. So, anyhow, whoosh! The fire lit up in the sitting room fireplace. And then, in the bedroom doorway, a face appeared. The face of a huge, jolly giant. Scrooge got out of the bed and went into the sitting room, but the room had been completely changed. An enormous fire roared in the grate, and the walls and ceiling were hung with holly, mistletoe, and ivy. Who are you? Scrooge asked the jolly giant, and the giant replied, I am the ghost of Christmas present. Oh, my favorite part of Christmas! Presents! So, so what did the ghost of Christmas presents give him? A nice sweater? Uh, or maybe a pair of bunny slippers? Oh, some rope for cheese, Rizzo, maybe. Rizzo, Rizzo! Wait a second! Wait a second! What? It's the ghost of Christmas present! Not the past, not the future. The present. Get it? Oh, I get it. Bummer. Now, this ghost was altogether different from the first. He was jolly and friendly. He laughed as he spoke. Have you ever noticed that everything seems wonderful at Christmas? Uh,
9: in all honesty, Spirit, no.
11: Perhaps I've never understood about Christmas. The ghost spoke again. Before this day is done, you will understand. And with no further ado, the ghost took Scrooge outside. And amazingly, outside on the street, it was Christmas morning, bright and sunny. Okay, uh, I'm using my imagination. I'm hearing a basketball game, huh? And the cheerleaders are all playing the spoons. What?
4: No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe it's a it's, it's a great big clock
11: factory, and everyone's on lunch break, and they're all eating peanut butter and celery sandwiches. <sighs> no, no, and, no, and, uh, no, 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 no. Rizzo, it, forget your imagination. It, it, I'm just gonna tell this to you, okay? All right. It's Christmas morning in merry old England. There are carriage horses with bells on, children shouting with joy, people carrying stacks of presents to their friends and families, church bells ringing. Excuse me, Mr. Dickens. What? Is this story going to go on a lot longer? I have to, uh... What? I have to... I, I have what? to... What? I have to go to the bathroom. you will just have to wait until the story ends, Rizzo. But... We it, can't all wait for you to go to the bathroom. Boy, are you strict. Well, Charles Dickens does not fool around. Right, right. (sighs) The Ghost of Christmas Present led Scrooge down a quiet lane in a shabby but tidy section of the city. Why have we come to this odd corner of town? Scrooge asked the Ghost.
8: It's Christmas here too, you know. Uh,
9: That's Bob Cratchit's house.
11: Now, Scrooge paid his employees as little as possible, and Cratchit's home was quite humble indeed. But it was full of love. On this special day, Bob's wife Emily was cooking a roast goose. A very, very small goose, but a goose just the same. Bob was out just then at church with his son, Tiny Tim. As Scrooge watched unseen, Bob entered the house with Tim on his shoulders. Merry Christmas, Emily. Christmas, (laughs) Cratchit. And me. Tiny Tim's health was very delicate. He walked with difficulty on little crutches. But his nature was so sweet, everyone who knew him loved him. I already love him. Well, When the Cratchit family sat down to their meager little feast, Scrooge understood for the first time how much more important is love than money. He saw how lonely and impoverished his own life was and how little joy all his money-counting and money-saving had brought him. And when dinner was over, Tiny Tim said the sweetest thing Scrooge had ever heard. God bless us, everyone! But the excitement of Christmas dinner was too much for Tiny Tim, and he began coughing. Scrooge had a sudden terrible feeling about the future. The little boy seemed so frail, that young life so easily snuffed out. Unseen, Scrooge bent over close to the boy.
8: Spirit, tell me if Tiny Tim will live.
11: The ghost was not jolly then. That is the future.
9: My realm is the present. However, I see a vacant seat by the chimney corner, and a crutch without an owner. If these shadows remain unaltered, I believe the child will
11: die.
7: Oh, this is too much for a sensitive rat to bear. Could
11: I have your hanky? Oh, sure, Rizzo. Here, keep it. <laughs> Scrooge was desolate, but his visit with the ghost of Christmas present was about to come to an end. As the Cratchit family began to fade into the darkness, Scrooge found himself in a black void with the ghost. The spirit spoke.
9: Come, my time grows short. Now, but spirit... I have learned so much from you. That's six. <sighs> Seven. Oh, spirit, do not leave me. I think I must, in fact. You have meant so
11: much to me. You have changed me. With that, the ghost was gone. Wait a second, wait
4: a second. What about Tiny Tim? Huh? You're not going to just leave us like that, are you? A vacant
11: seat by the chimney corner? Uh, A crutch without an owner? I can't stand it. You gotta tell me what happens, please! Now, Rizzo, Rizzo, please, you must be patient. Oh. A great storyteller has to take his time. I mean, this is art. Art? Oh, come on, just tell me what happened, please. All in good time, Rizzo, all in good time. Uh. So, as I was saying... Scrooge heard the last bell toll. He looked around him and found that he was standing in a graveyard. Uh-oh. It was a lonely place, choked with grass and weeds. Ooh. Scrooge turned to run. Oh, me too. Let me out of here. But, what? But, what? But, what? But, what? Suddenly, he was face to face with a tall hooded figure. Ooh. It wore a gray robe, oh, which boy. totally hid the figure within, Ooh. except for two pale, skinny hands, hands? protruded from the sleeve. Ooh. Scrooge cried out, but then suddenly composed himself.
8: Am I in the presence of the ghost of Christmas yet to come?
11: The spirit stood silent and then inclined its head in a single nod. This is too scary. I don't want to hear anymore. Okay, you can leave. Come back at the end. Uh, do I get to find out about Tiny Tim? Yes, you get to find out about Tiny Tim. Okay, all right. I'm out of here. So long. Bye. The ghost put a hand on Scrooge's shoulder and pointed into the distance. Scrooge knew he was meant to follow the spirit, though he was terribly fearful. He had learned much from his first two spirit visitors and was ready now to learn what this last spirit had to teach. They moved through the graveyard and into the darkness. When the light returned, Scrooge found himself on the street. It was raining. Standing under umbrellas was a group of businessmen talking among themselves. It was clear that they were talking about someone who had just died. But far from being sad, they were laughing and joking about it. Scrooge was shocked. Whose death would cause so little emotion in people? But of course, he could get no word of explanation from the spirit who guided him now. The spirit led him next to a rag picker's establishment. People were bringing in things to sell. They were the possessions of the dead man. Collar buttons, bed curtains, blankets. But no one had even a single tear to shed. Scrooge was crushed. He pleaded with the ghost.
9: Let me see some tenderness connected with this world.
11: Without a word, the spirit pointed again, and Scrooge found himself on some familiar front steps. It was Bob Cratchit's house. Scrooge was happy to be in this warm and joyous place but something was wrong as wrong as wrong can be it was strangely quiet inside and strangely empty a little pair of crutches stood in the corner (laughs) Emily Cratchit was crying not tiny Tim but tiny Tim it was Scrooge's worst fears were confirmed when Bob Cratchit walked heavily into the house I picked a spot for Tim where he can see, uh,
7: it's, it's a spot on the hill and you can see the ducks on the river. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim always loved
11: watching the ducks on the river. Tiny Tim, Scrooge was overcome with grief. How could this be? How could that sweet little boy have died? The room darkened and suddenly Scrooge found himself outside again in the dark, terrible graveyard. Scrooge turned to the ghost.
0: Spirit, I know what I must ask. I fear to, but I must. Who was the wretched man whose death brought so much glee and happiness to others?
11: The spirit stretched out a thin, white hand and pointed to the gravestone. Uh, uh, Excuse me, Gonzo, uh, is the scary part over? Can I come back now? I wouldn't recommend it. Right. Okay, now, where were we? Oh, yeah, right. Scrooge was talking. Answer me one more question.
0: Are these the shadows of things that will be? Or are they the shadows of things that may be only?
11: The ghost just pointed again. Scrooge bent down and gazed at the writing on it. It said, Ebenezer Scrooge. Scrooge fell to his knees and clutched at the spirit's robe.
2: Oh, please, spirit, no. Hear me, I'm not the man I was. Why would you show me this if I was past all hope? (laughs) I I will honor Christmas and try to keep it all the year. I will live my life in the past, the present, and the future. I will not shut out the lessons the spirits have taught me. Tell me that I may sponge out the writing on this stone.
8: (laughs) Oh, spirit, please speak to me.
11: (laughs) Scrooge clutched at the spirit's robe, but suddenly he realized that the spirit was no longer inside. The heavy robes fell onto Scrooge's head, almost smothering him. And then, all at once, they seemed to get lighter, as soft as bedsheets. They were bedsheets. Scrooge was in his very own bed, the bright morning sun streaming into the room. Oh, uh, excuse me a moment. Rizzo! Uh, Rizzo! Rizzo! You can come back now, it's safe. Why? Is it really safe? Uh, No more ghosts and stuff? No more ghosts, I promise. And what about Tiny Tim? Hold on, hold on. I'm not up to that yet. Oh, all right. Scrooge was alive. He was in his own house. And best of all, his life lay before him. And it could be changed. He danced around his room. I don't know what to do. I'm as light as a feather. I'm as happy as an angel. I'm I'm as merry as a schoolboy. Scrooge threw open his window, and there was the same young fellow he had seen caroling outside his window just a few short hours before. The oh. the out be Scrooge called out to the boy. What day is it? He asked. Today? Well, today is Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. I haven't missed it. Scrooge was overjoyed. He threw a bag of coins down to the boy and bade him go to the poultry shop and buy the prized turkey they had there. I'll give you five shillings if you hurry, he said. Well, that young fellow hurried as he had never hurried before, and was back with the turkey in the twinkling of an eye. As soon as he had the turkey, Scrooge hurried to Bob Cratchit's house with it. The curious townspeople followed. Everyone hid as Scrooge knocked on the Cratchit's door. Needless to say, the Cratchits were surprised to see the terrible Mr. Scrooge at their doorstep. Scrooge pretended to be angry with Bob
9: cratch oh, Cratchit.
0: Uh, uh, so here you are,
5: uh, m- 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 Mr. Scrooge. Uh,
0: you, sir, were not at work this morning as we
9: had discussed.
5: Oh, uh, but, but, Mr. Scrooge, sir, we did discuss it. It's Christmas Day. You gave me the day off.
9: I, I, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Would
5: I do a thing like that? No, uh, I mean, yes, but, but you did. Bob Cratchit, I've had my fill of this.
9: And I have had my fill of you, Emily, Mr. Scrooge.
0: Emily,
4: Mr. And Scrooge.
5: therefore, Bob Cratchit.
9: And therefore, you can leave this house at once.
0: And therefore, I'm about to raise your salary.
9: Oh, and I am about to raise you right off the paper. Right the...
0: Pardon? Pardon? Yes, Bob. Hmm? Raise your salary and pay your mortgage
9: on this house.
7: Uh, 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 Please, sir, uh, come inside. Yes, uh, uh, yes.
0: Bob Cratchit, would you and your family care to join us for a little turkey dinner
11: on this fine Christmas day? Merry Christmas. The Cratchits could not believe their good fortune. And what a Christmas feast they all had then. Roast goose, turkey, Plum pudding! (coughs) Yes, Rizzo? And what about Tiny Tim? Oh, and to Tiny Tim, (gasps) who did not die! Aw, isn't that great? Nice story, (laughs) Mr. But wait, it's not finished! Oh, And to Tiny Tim, Scrooge became a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city ever had. From then on, it was always said of Scrooge that he knew how to keep Christmas well. May that be truly said of us and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us.
9: God bless
0: us, everyone.
11: That's Scrooge. What a guy. Nice story, Mr. Dickens. Very nice, indeed. Oh, thanks, Rizzo. OK, is
5: everybody ready to sing? Uh-huh. Yeah. OK, sir. I'll start it's in the singing of a street corner choir it's going home and getting warm by the fire it's
7: true wherever you find love it feels like christmas
11: a cup of kindness that we share with another a sweet reunion with a friend or a brother in all the places you find love it feels like
9: christmas okay
2: fuzzy it is the season of the heart a special time of caring the ways of
1: love made clear everybody and it is the season of the spirit the message if we hear it is make it last all year
7: ready bunsen oh, oh goodness
11: well I, i'll try a beaker It's in the giving of a gift to another A pair of mittens that were made by your mother It's all the ways that we show love That feel like Christmas A part of childhood we'll always remember It is the summer of the soul in December Yes, when you do your best for love It It feels feels like
1: Christmas It is the season of the heart
7: just to me.
5: It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire.
7: It's true, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas.
5: It's true.
11: Is this the end? Yep, that's it. Bye bye, everybody. Mm. Hey, pst, listen, everybody, you want to know a secret? He's really Gonzo. He's not Charles Dickens. <laughs> I am too. I'm not. I'm too. I'm not. I'm too. I'm too. You are Charles Dickens. Am Charles Dickens. <laughs> I am not Charles Dickens. All right, have it your way. Wait a minute, Rizzo. Hey, you come back here. Rizzo, I am Charles Dickens. Well, I'll have you know, you dirty rat.
7: in the fall days, fall up short, has an idea about something to make him less blue. He goes to the basement, comes back with a box, and he strings up the lights like he does every equinox and climbs on the roof with an extension cord to plug into. And red, green, yellow, blue. Start flashing. Simple, really. Nothing too dashing. And then he feels the heat on the back of his neck. And he turns around to see an inflatable Shrek, a mechanical Frosty, and some reindeer that now crowd his view from the house just across the street walks some lumberjack or some retired athlete who mouths out the words
9: I can put up way more lights than you
7: Before they knew it, it turns into the Battle of the Lights, Battle of the Lights Battle of the Lights, Battle of the Lights
1: Battle of the Lights, Battle of the Lights lights. Battle of the lights, battle of the
7: lights i got an LED light rope, 10,000 lights long And an inflatable Olaf off singing his song I've
2: got a whole fleet of angels
9: and a big shooting star I And a light up Van Halen with a
7: glowing guitar Well, I program some drones to spell out season's greetings
1: And you have our fireworks every evening I-
7: fight. Yeah, I mean, both of our houses had really cool lights. There must, must be some, some better thing to put our efforts into. So they formed a small band and went out Christmas Eve, struck the light up in it on the truck for all to see, and went caroling off, serenading all they ran in. when they started to sing they snappy
4: What do you celebrate? To warm your body, and fill your heart, and fill. What do you celebrate? A miracle of love and light. What do you celebrate? Padding up for eight whole nights in the kitchen. I hear the sizzle of taters, onions on the griddle. Frying vodka's with my mum. Can I eat them all? Oh, yeah, yum, yum. Open party at the big menorah Where the Casio keyboard plays a horror Lift me up in the cherry picker Light the candles, watch them flicker Let the count these happy holidays In the months of winter weather Each culture has a special way To lead us through the dark we don't have to be the same To celebrate together So light the last little candle bright with share your shining spark what do we celebrate? What do we celebrate? Hey, Culture Queen! Hey! What do we celebrate? We celebrate Kwanzaa for seven days! What do we celebrate? We honor our culture in many ways With my fam in Maryland Yeah! Kwanzaa's where the party was at We lit the candles of red, green, and black On the table where the Kinara sat Seven principles to explore. We did the quantum slide on the dancing floor. Friends and family came from everywhere to show how much they love and care. They count these happy holidays in the months of winter weather. Each culture has a special way to lead us through the dark. We don't have to be the same to celebrate together. So lastly lies, but no candles brightening shadow shining spark. Listen. What do you celebrate? Juntos, we prepare la cena. What do you celebrate? Estelas por la noche buena. What do you okay,
7: celebrate? Joke guy, let's hear ya. Solares, is Korean New Year. What do you celebrate? When we party with family, spreading good cheer. What do you Little celebrate? Disney.
4: Yeah, pretty stars are not in Filipino streets. What do and
3: their
1: holiday jeans. What do you celebrate? Come on, Sandy. Drinking waffle by candlelight. What do you celebrate? Beauty can be found in the
4: darkest night. What, what do you, you celebrate? <laughs> ya Navidad. <llega> la <laughs> what do you celebrate? La novena arisa. What
1: do you and celebrate? And that's your thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. Boxing day, eh? What do you celebrate? Oh, the uh,
5: So many different yeah. festivities. What do you celebrate? Let me know. Email trevor at theguberhour.com, and I'll give you a special shout out on the air. Now, we've got just a few more songs before we close this program out. Um, now, I mentioned that I'm very sad about the lack of snow here in Los Angeles, but it's not all bad. For anyone listening who is also in Los Angeles, this next one's for you. Ah.
9: It's just an early Christmas.
4: That's right. It's just an early Christmas Ain't got no
2: pine trees But it's the season to sway Together You know it We are trees, all pine trees, alright, Alright, alright Ain't got no pine trees We nearly in the 90s It'll reach a higher 83 degrees In Long Beach, the weather, man. he don't lie We want a white Christmas But what's with this sky blue business? So when Santa comes and visits Will it be right? Rock- in a hawaiian shirt most likely it's just
1: an early christmas it's just an early christmas ain't got no pine trees but it's the season to sway together we are palm trees all right. All right. All right. all right all right all right all right so what's wrong with sand instead of snow
5: Streets all lit up with red and green Telling me stop and go
1: It doesn't matter if you've been bad or good When the sun sets over Hollywood We feel like all our dreams could come true ooh, ooh,
4: It's just an early Christmas That's right It's just an early Christmas
1: Ain't got no pine But it's a to sway to Alright, alright, tell him, Mr. Cookie Jar Sometimes you
2: got to break tradition, okay Listen to Andrew and Polly and just sway, yeah Be like a palm tree, easy and yawning Life ain't so rough, all you
10: need is just some la la love La 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 My Christmas sweater is literally making me sweat. Christmas in La 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 Christmas in La La
1: That's Santa Claus I picked him up and put him on Santa's lap And then he pulled the pillow out of his shirt Just helping Santa Claus. He's he's just helping Santa Claus, a real, real Santa. He's helping Santa Claus, a real, real Santa. He's just helping Santa Claus. Let's in Santa
5: Claus. Santa's beard? I always thought that was Mrs. Claus. (laughs) Well, everybody thank you so much for joining me here at the Goober Hour. I hope you had fun. If you don't want the celebration to stop, go to thegooberhour.com That's where you can find all of our episodes You can also join the Goober Club That's the best way to support the show Um, You become an official member There's all kinds of perks. You can find out about it at thegooberhour.com Now next week we're going to be broadcasting on Christmas Eve. I'm so excited We're going to have a little Christmas Eve spectacular here on the air on Jump 105.3, Positively Mournsville 87.7, PRX, and of course at thegooberhour.com. So make sure to join us. I, for one, cannot wait. I've been your host, Trevor Walls. I'll see you next week at Christmas, but until then,
9: goodbye! There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Just a dream.